Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 67. I'm not sure if it's... Yeah, let's go with that. This is just a fun... It's our two-year anniversary episode. Two years. That's it. Big. Um, Two episodes away from the big one. Yes, I know, right? It's also a big step up from that ironing board we started on. A little bit. Hey, man, the ironing board was a single Single mic and an ironing board. Yeah, I, I mean... A single mic and an ironing board in the teeniest, tiniest part of my bedroom with like power cables sitting in our laps because it was very unsafe. Movie news written on a notebook. Okay. As always, I'm go. joined by Braden Dixon. Hello. Hi, that's me. I'm joined by Steph Rillo. Hello. I'm joined by Michael Herman and a bird. Hello. And as always, I'm joined by, not as always. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. You know him from more than enough from his new YouTube channel, Jacob Shao. And he is also the Spider-Man trivia champion of MMT, Jacob Shao. What's poppin'? <laughs> My own music? <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking the Chicago Bulls opening. Yep. Oh, I, I love had to, it. That's, that's what I was, you know, hey. He's a he's a beautiful man and he deserves it. God damn, god damn. Jack I feel amazing. Shao. How are you doing over there? You know, I'm here. I'm I'm alive. <laughs> and at this point, what else do I have? Yeah. You know? That's fair. That's a very good call. It's a very good call. Um Alex, uh you uh you've been in contact with Jacob over the last couple of days setting this up. Um I have. You were uh, we're over here in Adelaide, Australia, and we're fine. We're having a great old time. We're doing great. We're, we're socially distancing. Beautiful. We're, yes. we're not, well, but <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're doing really well over here. Uh, Jacob, how are things over there in the wonderful United States? Uh, must be nice is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Things stink over here. Oh, bless. But you're not, uh, you're not in uh, your usual place of uh, the wonderful NYC. Uh, where are you exactly? No, okay, so New York was like the worst place in the world to be. So my sister and one of my roommates and I packed up and went to Texas. And then as soon as we left, New York became the safest place in America to be. And now I'm in the worst state you could be in. So <laughs> is it my only you? conclusion is that it's me. <laughs> I am the coronavirus. <laughs> right. Jake Arona. I love it. Yep. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, Jacob, it's been just over a year since we last all sat here and chatted. Um, right, it's been too long. Oh, my it, God, really? It hasn't really been that long. It's been, yes. the last time was uh, the Spider-Man trivia. And that's that was insane. Last wow. universe. Yeah, it, it's been a minute because everything that's happening with the world. Well, you know, I we mean, all had to. Yeah, I feel like the last four months is kind of. With the last six months, we've had fires, we've had. Yeah, we were on fire right. for a while. Yeah, so yeah, you guys were the center of attention for a little bit. Hey, you know, yeah, we take great. what we can get. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when life gives you lemons. <laughs> so I have super distinct memories of the last time that we did this because I was in such a specific situation. I was at Eli's aunt's house because he was house-sitting and he and I were writing a script together. And then I to do this, took a break and went into his cousin's bedroom. That's right. Oh my and God. I, <laughs> I was like sitting on his cousin's like bed or his like creaky ass chair. And his cousin's like 14. So I really was like, I don't want to touch anything in here. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to find something I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, bless. Oh. And then I won. 
Yeah. You won you by absolutely a destroyed Hang on, hang on. One isn't <laughs> strong enough a word. You yeah. wipe the floor. Yeah, 100%. Like, no one just gets the Chicago's Bulls music right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was worthy of a three-peat song. That, that was like peak Chicago Bulls against like... You. Like... <laughs> <laughs> trying to play basketball against you. Sorry. That's the best comparison we have. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I worked for my music. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, But uh, you've been, uh, obviously you guys have been working on uh, MTE stuff, uh, but you're doing your own shit now too. Yeah, well, I really just, I'm bored. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when life gives you life. uh, That's fair. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, I think some people think maybe I have beef with Gabe and Eli. uh, And I, to be honest, I wish I did. But things (laughs) are cool. I just have nothing to do. And uh, my sister's here and she's like happy to help me film things, which you guys know doesn't ever happen. Yeah, that's (laughs) so rare. Like, oh my God. Yeah, no one ever wants to help. So I was like, sure, (laughs) let's make some videos. Well, they're still very funny considering your circumstances that you're in. Like you managed to do a pretty good job, put out pretty good quality. The Post Malone one. The Post Malone one, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. That was gold. That had me. I was sitting there for a second like, something's going to happen here. I was just like, and I didn't know what it was. And then I think, what what do they use on you to do it? They, it's a... It's, oh, it's called a Hypervolt. Yeah. And I would love to be a spokesperson for Hypervolt. When I made that video, I sent it to them on their Instagram because I was like, maybe they'll ask me to work for Hypervolt. <laughs> it's the best product I've ever used. I'd be happy to promote the Hypervolt for this whole podcast. Oh my God. Uh, it's so good. I, actually, you know what? I, I, I won't lie. I have one of those and it's fucking great. Like, is it? Those, Isn't it great? Those things are so good. Like, my girlfriend and I bought one because like we've been working out and stuff and been sore as hell. And it's just so mm-hmm. much better than like putting in the effort of a massage. You can just sit there and just like dig it into your entire body. It's great. I actually saw an article in like, Elle point- magazine about it. Like Miranda Kerr, Naomi Watts, they're all using it. It's the latest craze. Mm. I just get sore so I can use it. <laughs> <laughs> I work out not for the fitness or the health benefits, but purely so I can use this wonderful product. You're joking, but that's my actual workout motivation. Yeah. Is that afterwards I can like mash this thing into my ass cheek. <laughs> cheek. Cheek. He said cheek. Not in. It's just yeah, cheek. I know. It's still yeah, funny. Still. It's great. I love it. <laughs> For now. God damn. I so, tell you I tell you what, seeing seeing that uh post Malone image on the, the Instagram just before it went up, I was very much looking forward to it. Isn't it great? How long did that take? to get that, all that on you? Um, I didn't take too long. My sister put it on me with, uh, I'm going to mess up the term. I, what's eyelash versus eye, eyeliner versus mascara? Steph, Help me. Well, well it, it'd be eyeliner. Okay. It was eyeliner. Um, it didn't take too long. Actually. She did a really great job. I told her that I just wanted to have like evoke Post Malone's tattoos and she took it really seriously and did the details. And there's a whole side of my face you can't see that took her forever and it's not even in the video. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, bless. So uh, since being in quarantine, um, I, you know, we have to talk about the fact that MTE now have a podcast. So is, have you guys been doing that just to 
kind of because you can't really make skits at the moment because you guys are all in several locations. So is that just a way to keep in contact and also just kind of try to keep the creative juices flowing? Yeah, 100%. Uh, we, right before everything went down, like globally, <laughs> we uh, were right about to start shooting our third season and we had a whole season written out and we had a team of people working on it and we had like a budget and we had made paperwork about it. <laughs> we were getting so serious. Man, so close. Yeah, and then uh, everything happened. So we tossed it all out the window. No idea when uh, any of that would be possible. So yeah, we're just doing this now. It's also fun just to have that to have an excuse to like chat with them. Yeah, mm. it's it's just a great way to talk about random stuff as well. I mean, I know we only really talk about movie news, but but know, like the best, I feel like some of the best. Moments but in that situation, it's a lot easier for us to stand around after and chat as well. Like. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, not just stand around after, but when we go into our tangents on the show, they're yeah. the best. If you get, like, a good tangent is just yeah, and, fantastic. And when you've got the MTE guys just going off on tangents about random stories they remember and random shit, it's brilliant. But it's so relatable as well to an extent, like, considering we live in a completely different country, the sort of things that you guys bring up still hold, like, a great deal of relevance. That's really cool to hear. Thank you. That's all right. I'm glad that... It feels relevant because it is. It feels like very specific stuff about us all the time. I feel like I'm always saying stuff on there that's like just a weird thing I did as a kid. It pretty much has just become a podcast about what we were like as kids. <laughs> well, that's the best. That's Honestly, what we like that is what everyone kind of wants to hear because like some of the best stories come from when you're a stupid little kid. And it's the nostalgia is what everyone wants right now too. So, hey, give it to us. Nostalgia's the best. <laughs> Remake everything. Yeah, like hey, do it. Remake everything. Don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been gone too well. Yeah, no, it hasn't. Um, so I'm not sure if we've asked you this question. I don't think we have. That's why I no, uh, jotted it down here. But I'm pretty sure we asked Eli a similar question. But um, when it comes to, obviously, you're not doing the sketches at the moment. But um, when you were doing them and when you do with them, uh, what's your favorite aspect of the creative um, production of it? Is it writing, like, say, writing, directing, or starring in them? Mm, that's a good question. I've... I think I, I listened to the episode that you guys did with Eli where you asked him about that. And I remember he had like a really thought out, serious answer about it. Yeah, that honestly like, shocked oh me and I was very impressed. Yeah, the bar is so high if I ever have to answer <laughs> that. I think uh, I my favorite part of the process, just because it's what I like doing and what I keep doing the most is the acting. But yeah. doing it with friends makes the whole thing really fun yeah so even just i wouldn't say it's like my favorite by that much because even just writing like getting to sit around with my buddies and like be like oh what if then you kick me in the balls and then i was like Whoa! <laughs> it's like a very rare opportunity so because i know when we've made stuff in the future i'm not the biggest fan of acting in them um even though i don't think i'm horrible um but I think you always I, like to be behind the camera. I think I like being behind, and I've—is it, is it an ego thing? Do I like to be in control? Yes. Um, <laughs> There's some deeper, deep-seated issues that we could delve into, but we won't. No, but like I've always found directing and even writing is the best part of it to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not very involved in skits and things. Sorry, you go, Jacob. So that was me for a while because I went to school for that, and then over time, I just found that I really like having someone else be in charge and telling me what to do. 
That's it. it sounds like I'm telling you about like my kinks or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just slowly revealing a little bit too hey, much about you. We gotta have a segue. We gotta have a segue. <laughs> now leading is into that, my next no. No, yeah, I just love like <laughs> being in like a stupid costume and then having one of the other guys be like, do it this way. I don't like being responsible for like the direction of the overall vision. I like when that's someone else's job. Yeah, that's yeah. that's honestly pretty fair. And like, especially when you can sort of when you've got such a creative team behind you with that, you can really play around with everyone's sort of trying to riff on ideas of what you can do next and what you can do next. And everyone comes up with each their own silly little things and then all of them amalgamated together ends up with some really fun stuff. Well, I think the best thing that we've ever done, I think most of us were there for that, especially Christian, which we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Christian, our friend, just uh, doing helping out doing some ed- live editing for us today. So if you're watching the video version of this, all the live cuts, thank you, Christian. Don't uh, want to call you out for when you <laughs> accidentally stuff something up, I'm sure. Accidentally click the wrong thing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we made a short video uh, called Men- uh, Enraged by Cage. And to this day, I still think that's the best thing oh, we've I f- done. It, I, found, I found a picture I took of when we tied him up to the chair. Yeah. And I was because I was just going through like deleting some old pictures and I found it. <laughs> Out of context, oh. this sounds very wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was one day we just tied Chris and left him there. That's about it. We do that a lot. Um, but no, just even the fact that I think Chris and I, it was an idea that we both came up with and it was just brainstorming. And that's my favorite part of it. Mm. It's brainstorming. I think we have, when we do videos like that, we don't have a script per se. We just have dot points of what to hit. Mm. And Well, we, we I think we changed it a few times. Like yeah. we had one idea, we filmed a bit and like, how about we do it this other way? And like, like I said, my favorite part is being behind the camera. I'm not sure about Chris, but Chris in that video is excellent. Oh my God, so funny. I think Chris is so funny in that video. Um, just from him doing the golem in, in person <laughs> with the mirror switching back and forth. Uh, it's, it's the most ridiculous video I've done. I can never, I've never showed any like members of my family because I'm like, it's about a guy that loses his mind because he can't watch National Treasure 2. Um, but... Yeah, it's 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 by far my favorite thing we've done, and I uh, you know just without the creative process with that, I think it's just so much fun and brainstorming ideas like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a um there's a excellent uh movie podcast that I listen to from the guys from Rocket Jump who did a video game high school yes. back in the day. Um, they do Story Break, and they have an hour to just try and come up with a five act structure and a screenplay for random ass topics, and like some of their best stuff comes from. Dumb, dumb ideas. Like they do a Jar Jar Binks Star Wars movie. They do, um, they do an amazing like foreign indie film for Why'd the Chicken Cross the Road? Like really dumb shit. <laughs> and they're great. Like and just hearing their process of like riffing on dumb ideas and then realizing something is gold and then using that in the actual thing. It's just I love it. So bringing it back to Jacob, your new channel. Um, with, with the skits you're doing, is this something that you're planning to continue on after, uh, you know, you guys, the MTE crew gets back together and you guys start working on those skits again? Is this just something you're going to pursue on the side and all that? I think so, yeah. I think my ambitions about it aren't that specific. It's just really fun to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. And I also feel like it works a very different muscle than anything else I do does. Because it's all stuff that I'm coming up with. And I've never worked that way before. Everything I've ever made has been a collaboration. So it was kind of daunting to write stuff by myself for me to do by myself. And I'm the only person in it. And then 
edit it myself and look it over myself and then release it. Cause I feel like I need like three people around me validating it before it feels good enough to put out. So now that so, you've done a few of these, would you say you prefer, I mean, obviously they're completely different things working individually and then working collaboratively. Collaboratively. I can't talk. Um, collaboratively. Anyway, thank you. There was a V in there that you missed. You <laughs> yeah, missed the V. I always do. Um, <laughs> anywho. Um, so would you say you would prefer working individually? I know, I know they're completely separate, like completely different experiences, but what would you say moving forward now? What, what do you look forward to doing more? I way prefer working with other people. So I look forward to getting back to that, but there are definitely nice things about doing it alone. Like there's a bunch of little creative decisions I'm able to make without anybody else's input, which is nice at times. Like if there's something that I just find really funny and then at the end of the day, it's like, whatever, all this needs to be is something that I find funny. (laughs) Yeah. I'd say it becomes more of a passion, a passion project really when you work on it on your own. Like mm-hmm. you have more control over it. And like, like you said, it's always fun working in a team um, and you get that validation and, and generally creative juices flow better when you're, when but you're working with others. But sorry. yeah, sorry. I was going to say just working sorry, on your own gives you the opportunity to really flesh out your own sense of creativity and who you really are. You can try different things that people might not be willing to try. Yeah. I find yeah. working in a team, everything can be refined a bit more because you've got so many different people reading it. Someone might not pick up on something that another person would. So, you know, working, mm-hmm. I find that probably more of my our better things we've done have been when we've all worked on it mm. compared to one person. So some, like people will take things in a different way, exactly. like a written sentence, like someone will think it's said in one way compared to like Steph might think it's said in a different way. Right. Plus if something, yeah, turns, absolutely. Out, if something turns out like just completely shocking, you can share the blame rather than take it all over <laughs> yourself. That's true. If I make something terrible, then there's really no one else to blame it on. <laughs> Well, so uh, that's, I mean, we mentioned at the beginning of the show that it's our two-year anniversary last week. So mm. this is the first episode we've brought out since being two years old now. You know, two years feels old. great to finally be Ah, uh, the terrible twos. We're in for a treat. I was going to make that joke and I was like, I'll leave it. Uh, no, <laughs> it doesn't like, seem like the time. But Brayden, Brayden will go for that low-hanging <laughs> fruit. It's fine. Um, so, you know... I feel like we need to talk about that first episode for a bit. Obviously, Steph, you don't have a lot to weigh in here, sorry. No, no, no. Um, and Jacob, sorry. But um, that yeah. episode was around one microphone on an ironing, on board. An ironing board in Brayden's bedroom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's how all good things start is everyone crowding around one. Like Three guys crowded around an ironing board, yep. Yeah, yep. I've seen that one all the time. But my God, does that not have one of my favorite moments? Oh, God, this is me sound selfish again. With the Incredibles 2 rewrite. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was Ant-Man and the Wasp, Incredibles 2, 2 that we talked about. Something else. Honestly, I went back last night just to look through, just to find some of our best moments that we've done. Mm. And it was, I mean, obviously it's hard listening to episode one because the audio quality. We all sound like this. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's hard, but... But I mean, look, we've had, I feel like we've had some solid moments throughout our two years of hmm. doing this. I mean, one of the ones, obviously when we're called vulgar professionals in the beginning, um, <laughs> I think one of my favorite jokes where we all did was vulgar attorneys when we're talking about just creating a podcast about rating lawyer, lawyer films, especially yes. da- uh, Daredevil, where we were going to turn the lights off and it was, <laughs> you can't see us, but we can't see each other either. <laughs> Which was just such a dumb joke. It's such a dumb joke because it was just an audio podcast. There yeah. was nothing like visual about it. Yeah. <laughs> like even yeah, with that like Incredibles two thing, like you just like yeah, I wasn't a fan of Incredibles two. This is how I would have had it, and just proceeded to spitball 
this incredible movie. That's a pun. Unintentional. But like, it was actually a genuinely good idea. I, you know, obviously, I'm not a professional Hollywood writer. But they should hire you. But I mean, um, <laughs> but Pixar. <laughs> but Pixar, you know. You're looking for Phones that. Here. Looking for that third <laughs> movie, and you got no ideas. Yeah, but um, other than that, like we've gone through so many changes. From I mean, obviously the new equipment we've got here into recently upgrading to a uh, completely visual, not completely visual, but visual. Completely um, visual, no audio. <laughs> yeah. On this lovely I'm mahogany here. table. Thank you. It's not a <laughs> table tennis table at all. Um, <laughs> it's fine, and we're definitely not in the. Uh, like freezing cold backyard of it's not too home. bad. Hey, you wouldn't be able to tell that we're not inside a house. Yeah, until a plane flies past. Yeah, yeah, or a bird, <laughs> or a bird, a cockatoo yep. bloody squeals down the bloody hey, bushes behind. Hey, Australia, welcome. Yeah, true. <laughs> we're nature. Yeah, it's part of the appeal. Exactly. Um, but you know, so we we've obviously gone through you know new equipment, which is great. It's fantastic. It's one of the best things we've ever done. You mm. gained a new person, at some That's what I was about to say. The most important <laughs> thing, though, and probably the best thing we did. Was bring in Steph, which has added a lot to the show. Oh. Thanks, guys. So know. I'm waiting for him to sprinkle in the mean. Yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> I mean, does this she neglect her <laughs> original job? But um, yeah, she kind of given it to Brayden. <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> honestly, having just a more diverse opinion and someone who obviously we all have different tastes. Brayden loves uh, pop culture stuff. I, I'm 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 a, I'm the I would say like no offense to everyone else being like oh like you're really into what you're into I am definitely the passion of the show I'm the passion of the show <laughs> I like I am the one who gets all like excited for shit and gets like very like oh, I loved it like yo if you're the passion can I take the brains yeah honestly cool. well no I feel like <laughs> Steph gets the brains oh, I'm not the brawn Michael's the brawn Am is I? Michael the brawn? Yeah, Michael's, Michael beat him up. <laughs> Michael's oh, up. Jeez, I don't want to see man, the guy I've had beat up. <laughs> no, I was going to say, Steph's definitely the most cultured out of all of us. Like, Steph is actually. I has watched like, foreign films before coming onto the show. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, you actually you made a large effort to go out and seek out all these different things, and you're always trying different things. And Except Fast and the Furious. I'm shut off hey, that now. I'm so it's proud done. of that segment. That's one of the best segments we've ever done. So um, for those who weren't here um, a while ago, we did uh, my favourite segment we've ever done, which was um, Steph's Fast and Curious, where basically I made Steph watch every single Fast and Furious movie, which she hadn't, she hadn't seen any before. <laughs> Just um, the lowest form of culture I've, <laughs> I've listen, ever listen to born witness to. So cultured. <laughs> I hate it. But every no, come yeah. on. Okay, you know what? I still have a soft spot for number two. Really? That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, look, look, you're going to have to go back and like listen to like the earlier episodes of these because her ranking of these movies are it, it's hard to watch. way <laughs> off of what me and Alex would have put them in. Um, I think Tokyo Drift, because we didn't watch them all together. We, I think we watched only like two of them together. We watched Tokyo Drift and then Hobson Shaw. Yeah. Tokyo, watching you watch Tokyo Drift was one of the funniest things in the world. Oh, that was a shocker, really. I, I don't think you were ready for how nonsense the movies went. <laughs> That's what it was. It was just nonsensical, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Tokyo Drift's definitely where it starts going at, into the realm of... Um... And leading into other... I mean, I had to watch all of Downton Abbey. Yeah, how's that <laughs> oh, going? Shit, how's I that going for you? That. <laughs> That's a lot more than watching eight Fast and Furious movies, by the way. Yeah, uh, but... Watching every Downton single Abbey's... episode of Downton Abbey, I made it so far through. 
And then the movie as well. Then the movie as well. Oh, look, I'm the putting you through is... 10 foreign films, so... That's it. That's, that's it. it. I know. I'm doing that now. Um, You know, we opened Braden eyes up to... Yeah, like, I've actually films. watched some horror stuff now. Like, I've seen, like, some actual, like, classic horrors, and I understand where all these things get references from and, how, like, how different things, like, change the genre for... Or, like, built up a genre that used to be, like like the old school, like black and white Frankenstein and Dracula and stuff. And like seeing how like the entire thing changed. And then like watching like Scream where they're like riffing on the whole thing that they've now just set up in the last like 30 years. Like it was great. And like not my type of thing at all. Like um, I'm still such an absolute scaredy cat, but like actually understanding the at least base of it. Like I feel like it's opened my eyes a bit. And, you know, I've, for me personally, one of the biggest moments that I had as not only as just someone creating a show and producing a show, but as a fan was when I got a reply from a certain someone on Twitter that said they'd come onto <laughs> our show. We can get the camera the now, first time. Um, And that would be you, Jacob. Um, hey. As someone who'd been watching you for a while and was a massive fan. Yeah, he's and, a little fanboy. Um, and I was just... <laughs> And um, I just thought, hey, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Um, so Go for it. I w- I'm just, I was just going to shoot him a, not even a DM, it was just a tweet. It's just like, hey, man. And I was just like, hey. And when I got that reply, I was just like. <laughs> that was, That's so sweet. Yeah, I mean. I reckon awesome. before that you had shown me a couple of like the uh, and, more than enough yeah, sketches. Oh. And yeah, and God damn, I was, that was a big moment. And then having Eli come on as well. And we've created like I want to say friendships. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to toss out words here. <laughs> I don't want to put labels on it if you're not ready to commit to that or anything. <laughs> yeah, um, I love coming on this podcast. You guys are so fun to talk to. Always. I have a question for you guys, though. Ooh, yes. In your two years of doing this, what do you feel like you've learned about yourself or about your art? Or about anything. What do you think that this experience has taught you and left you with? I think learning, I've learned a lot about each of you. Like I've learned, we've learned a lot about each other, I think. And like, we've sort of learned to work together a bit more on different things. And we've sort of realized where other people's strengths lie and things like that. Mm. Like Mm. when it comes to, (laughs) when it comes to incredibly silly little bits, like Alex will off the cuff, come up with something crazy and then like surprise us with all this random stuff. And also with like reaching out to people and having the confidence to do that and everything, like that's huge. And then like having Michael and Steph come on and do all of their little segments and pull up and manage everything together. And we're all getting all these different opinions from all of us. It's like, I I love the diverse opinion that we have now. I think the big thing I've learned from me is, you know, how to work more with others. Mm. Because this isn't a lone venture that one of us can take on our shoulders. It, um, you could. A solo podcast would be a little bit weird, though. It'd suck. <laughs> It'd be... Uh, I mean, I... Hi, I'm I, talking to you. I'll tell you what, some of the home. worst videos... and uh, Not videos. Some of the worst things on our channel is me going to a press screening with not one of you guys. Uh, having to yeah. go and review a movie by myself. It's awful. Yeah, it's kind of like you're throwing out the one side and not having... Dude, to, you know, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I hate making videos where it's like me talking to a camera because i work better with someone to bounce off of um, yeah and i think a lot of people yeah. work that way i think we all work better that yeah. way. I, th- I think none of us are very individual sort of people like we're <laughs> very much 
great at working with each other. And we mm. very much learned what works on the show. Like Steph and I are showing stuff each other that we like showing each other stuff that we don't want to watch. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, the the putting people out of their comfort zone yeah. has been like a really good part and is really oh, yes. Comfort zone. That thing comfort that zone. I stay very comfortable in <laughs> yeah. uh, watching yeah, sports movies. Exactly. Now you're onto horror and you hate horror, so that's gonna be great. I don't hate as much as Brayden. Yeah, but now you can go watch the scariest stuff. I watched the basic scary stuff. You can go watch the actual scary stuff. Okay, settle down. Baby steps. Baby steps. I think the biggest thing I've learned is I want to say networking, like as in reaching out to people because yeah. it's, that, a, it's a lot of self-confidence even, in that. Even the step like you sent out like stuff so we could be invited to screenings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was – it just it, – it got to the point where it was just like if you don't do this, then it's never going to happen anyway. Mm. So what's the worst that can happen? They say no, you try again. They say no, you try again. You say no, you wait, you work on what you got, you try again. Yeah. You know, um, and that's, you know, we got, I sent probably about 10 emails to studios asking if we can come to press screenings. Which really, in like hindsight, isn't really that much. Like that's a real like starting out in the like warm water. Yeah. Mm. And we got replies from three of them saying yes. So, yeah, I mean, that's to me, that was getting that first email from Universal saying, hey, come to these two press screenings we got. I still remember your reaction. That, that was mm. probably one of the best moments mm. that I've had yeah. so far. You, you felt like, you felt... I know it sounds really weird. Oh, he gets to go to free movie. That's one vindicated. of his best moments. Like, but as a fan of film for the longest time, and I've admired, you know, people on YouTube who do this, like not, not podcasts per se, but film reviewers, mm. you know, people from Chris Starkman to Jeremy Johns to all them. Yeah, just, going, I was going to say just... Going to press screenings gives you a layer of credibility. It, yeah. It validates it's, it's, that it's, what you're doing, that you have mm -hmm. opinions that people want to hear and, and opinions that like that you want to share. I haven't been to many of them, but like even just the feeling of being what is it, embargo, that thing. You feel special. It, it's it's a weird feeling. You know secrets that other people don't know. Yeah, because I like <laughs> we can't talk about this movie. Like we saw The Lion King a week before everyone else. We had to sit on the fact that that wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the fact that we actually just enjoyed it yeah, when we were watching it. It was like, <laughs> yeah, we enjoyed it. And then the reviews came out and we were like, people did not enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like, you know, the mo motivation, mm. I'd say, and just going to reach out, like yeah. networking, that's one of the biggest things I've learned from this. I mean, for me, I think it's just confidence. Like, I wouldn't have thought I wouldn't sit here and talk through a mic every week. Yeah. Like, just give me a bit more confidence in life in general. Two years ago when we started this, I had no idea we'd be here. No, we we started on a freak. A, nope, we started on a fucking yeah, New Yeti say, microphone on an ironing good. board. It was literally one day, me and Alex were driving in the car. He turned to me. He's like, "Let's do it. We should do a movie podcast." I was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> that's <laughs> about had, that's about the conversation. You know, we've had a slew of guests um, since then. Jacob, Eli, Christian's been on a few episodes. Hell yeah! yeah. Uh, you were a guest for a while until we were like, "Hey, just come and join." And I feel like Dan. Yeah, recently Dan's having Dan on. on the show. Dan coming on from uh, Hack the Dino and now his own uh, horror movie specialty show, Terrorvision. So I feel like that's the biggest thing I've learned. I know I've took up most of this. No, nah, that's all good. It's all pretty. It's all pretty good relevant. Answers. Yeah, I would just add that. Like, I mean, I learned a lot about the technical aspect of things, and I st actually I still really don't know much. You guys <laughs> don't let me go near anything that has a lot of buttons. Hey, you put the microphones on. Great. <laughs> After, no, I'll take that I, away from you. I, I After a few weeks now. of us bullying her because she did it wrong. Yeah, you were putting them upside down, so we had to fix that post. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then aside from that, I would say coming into the show and, and with a movie that you hold in a really high regard, 
and then learning that people around you just don't agree with that. Like I'll that's have a good debate. Of, yeah, no, yeah, that's actually like because we do our homework thing, and so you know, it's like a movie like one of us would have liked from our childhood or enjoy. Like you've done Clueless and stuff, and like me and Alex didn't really overly enjoy it. And it's I don't mm. know. And it's I've been watching movies I probably wouldn't have. I might have thrown on at some point in my life, but I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch some of these movies that we've been watching. So yeah, hundred percent. I think I've uh, definitely seen a lot more movies that I wouldn't tend to gravitate towards. Yeah. The homework segment I really do love because it does actually, it gets us to watch stuff that we wouldn't normally watch. And like being able to see that and understand that and learn from it, like I love that. I find that like some of the most interesting stuff that we do is yeah. when we all like either one of us has seen it and they kind of liked it or one of us has seen it and they loved it and then other people didn't like it when they watched it. Like I find that really interesting. All right, everyone, let's get silly now. We've been sentimental. <laughs> you know, that's, that's been this last half. Let's just talk about some random movie questions we've got here. All right, hit me. So we've got stuff like, all right, we'll start with this one. What, I mean, this one's not really silly, but I'm sorry to break easy, that. Easy into it, easy into <laughs> it. Well, easy into it. What was like the first movie or the first piece of media you remember consuming that made you really go, hey, film, like made you appreciate film? Tarzan. Really? Tarzan was great. Yeah. Soundtrack. Top notch, absolutely excellent animation, pretty damn good. Mine would be, I mean, you can ask my parents when I was younger. It was, I was always watching movies. Yeah. Um, and it was Toy Story and The Lion King. Those were, those were the two. Mm. So I, I would have to say them, like just from getting into film from a really young age, but prestige think, children's yeah. films. But I think it wasn't, I think it was, it was Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. I, think I was going to say. The Basic answer, but like. polar opposite yeah. of Lion King and Toy Story. <laughs> I, like, all right, I've got like, so the first thing that made me like, like, I guess, and I appreciate the work that went into movies is when I was a kid and I think like my dad told me how they would have made Chicken Run. And oh, like, yeah. I, because I, as a kid, you know, I didn't think about, oh, they, you know, have made these things out of clay and, you know, animate them and stuff. And he told me about it and I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, watching the behind the scenes on like DVDs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then so, and then then probably going like something that cut, like got me started to go into the movies with my grandma like for something other than just something to do in the holidays was probably Harry Potter's. Yeah. Like that's where I started to like actually enjoy going to the movies and stuff and want to go see all these movies. Yeah, huge and cultural then, th- phenomenon. When I started to appreciate like movies and such, I reckon is when we saw Hateful Eight. Because I was like, I sat there that whole time, and I like, I was just like blown away about how nice it looked and all this sort of stuff. And I, I throw the Revenant, which I think we saw around. Yeah, yeah, Revenant too. was also really good. Like, just yeah. those those few movies we saw, like 2015 wise, when you and me started going to the movies, like made me really appreciate movies that I wouldn't have con- like really watched when I was in high school. So Jacob, throwing that this question to you now, would you any does anything come to mind mm. with? Yeah. I didn't really get into movies like that until I was a teenager. I liked movies when I was younger, like everyone does, but I wasn't like invested in it as an art form that I saw myself taking part in. But then when I was a teenager, I started getting into it slowly. And I remember, uh, <laughs> Watchmen. Hell yeah. Being a movie that I think that <laughs> it makes sense. Cause it's very much like a movie that a teenage boy would think is super deep. Yeah. hundred percent. And I still like it, but. I saw it then the version that's like three hours long or something. Uh, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> it's like, whoa, this movie is so layered. Be like this. 
think- and then I wrote, <laughs> I wrote an essay about it. Uh, and that's one of the things that got me into the film school. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's so that's good. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Are there any others? Um, I think that Watchmen was there for me at that point in my life, but it didn't really end up influencing me that much. But I think um, Super Bad ended up really like steering me in the direction that I eventually decided I wanted to go in. That makes a lot of sense. I can see that. Yeah. I think this is one that is fairly recent, about four years old. One that I watched and I went, this is, this is like the perfect comedy. This, and it's so underrated. Um, it's Popstar. Oh, yeah. I love Popstar. I was that that it's criminally underrated. Well, it didn't um, even get mm-hmm. released here. It didn't even come out here. Um, really? You yeah. were devastated. There, you were there so was sad. posters in the theater for it. They were, and then they realized how much it didn't make in America because that movie only made nine million um, in the US, and it was like I was watching a podcast that the Lonely Island were on there, and they said it was like they weren't happy with the marketing because the marketing for that movie was centered around it being like a Bieber parody when it wasn't. Oh, okay. that's a weird. Yeah, I can see. I can see how like you could easily like take those scenes out of context and think about that. Yeah. like it could be taken as that. I think for myself, um, apart from that derailed movie that I always tell you guys about, Clavo and Jennifer Aniston, not very good. But when I was younger, I thought it was like the best thing I'd ever seen. Um, but apart from that, I would say The Departed was a movie that I watched that I was like, this is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. I just watched that recently for the first time. Oh, what did you think? I really liked it. I feel like it's it's one of Martin Scorsese's only like fun movies. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It like it's got the twist. It was really enjoyable. Uh, the Irishman wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I thought season three got a bit heavy in the tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, all seen The Departed? No. Yeah, of course. The Departed. No, you have not. Okay, and Braden? I still have not. Okay, well we'll get on to that soon enough. Don't you worry. Yeah. I was gonna say the Chris cut. is shaking his head. He doesn't. <laughs> he's not a. You haven't either? Oh, you have. Oh, yeah. He's just disappointed his head in shame. Okay, good. He's like, I don't want to know these people anymore. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but, I mean, a pop star was the biggest one that I can think of recently. But, I mean, like I said, Tarantino watching Glorious Bastards was just like, and the fact that he changed history and I was like, that's cool. Mm. And, you know, his writing is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have another question here, and um, I had a segue that would have worked beautiful, but I <laughs> sped right past it. Um, it was much uh, like the Segway company; <laughs> it's gone bankrupt. Um, do you guys have Do you guys have these movies that you think are criminally underrated, like movies that you love and you think are, are the best, but so like they don't get the acclaim that you think they deserve? So good movies. So still, they still have to be good. I can't say like. The Cat in the Hat, which has like a really low rating, and I think that's really Damn harsh. Right, the, the Cat in the Hat is underrated. <laughs> Hey, you know, I don't throw Masterpiece around out too much, but... <laughs> Look, i got to say, like, no joke, I will still watch Cat in the Hat to this day. Yes. And, like, each of those fourth wall breaking, like, skit bits they do in it, like, it kills me. Like, when it cuts to the fucking, the, the like, cooking show in the... That like, lady's my favourite scene. I am in, like, tears because the comedy they do in there is not for kids in any like that, way, that shape, is, or form. That is, like, the scene I quote, like, as a kid, I was quoting all the time. And my mum's like, what is this movie? That, that cat scared me. That's, that's fair. <laughs> it's horrifying. It's a massive furry Mike Myers. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, is that the... That probably awakened a lot of furries. <laughs> I hope not. You can't say it didn't. I mean, that and Potter, Pottersville, whatever it's called, 
Well, it's just a whole subplot of furries. <laughs> Bless. Just so weird. Um, yeah, but well, yours is pop star, obviously. A pop star, criminally under it, it, it. That deserves more acclaim. And the 2017 Power Rangers film. <laughs> yeah, you, you that was actually pretty good. I like the Power Rangers film a lot. I like that movie. Yeah, thank you, Brayden. Michaela and I did. We were not big fans. That was. It's so- a nice big advert for Krispy Kreme too. It really made me want to have a Krispy Kreme. Some things are dumb. Okay, I will admit that. But I think that I thought the characters were so good in that movie. I thought they actually like did something that no one expected them to do, which was flesh out their characters, mm. spend like a lot of time with these it, these characters. Like, yeah, I, had, I like the cast. It like, had some heart. Like there was that moment. One of them was like it has like the Stand by Me like cover playing like really softly, and it's like. They think he's dying. It's like, it actually like it hits, mm. and I I liked the like I liked the visual style of it and everything. I think yeah, just watching it like it, it ended up with like Michaela being like, just I I'm I'm just I'm not into it. I just I can't do it. I'm not into it. I don't know what it is. It was weird. It was Am like, I remembering correctly that at one point they transition from the Power Rangers theme into Kanye West? Yep, stronger. <laughs> no, is it stronger? Or is it- it's, it was power. 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 Damn it. It's definitely power. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, that was, I remember, because I saw that, we saw that in the drive-in. We saw that in the drive-in. So I was allowed to lose my shit when the Power Rangers thing started playing. <laughs> like, I mean, that was a movie I had to see in the drive-in because, like, when that when they came out in their fucking dinosaurs and they just. He was like he was six again. <laughs> he was just, just so freaking. Cool. And I don't care that we didn't get the Power Rangers till the end. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I don't really know. You should watch it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone should watch it. Should we do it? I don't know, because like it's hard because movies that are sort of past my time that I'm probably too young for, that I love, I don't really know how well received they were at the time of like when they came out. Like I don't know if they were That's always super... hard going back and being like That's it. it wasn't well received. Well, even like um like all right, not in our time, what we do in the shadows, I could ask 50 people and maybe 10 of them will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You guys will know what I'm talking about, I hope. Yeah, I was going to say it's like it's people who people who went, oh, I like Thor Ragnarok, and then they looked up Taika Waititi because they were like, that rock guy was funny, and then yeah. they go watch What We Do in the Shadows and all that stuff. And um, the other one would be In Bruges, which is like. In Bruges. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of people know about it. And like I, I, I had to show Bruges. everyone in my family that movie. And I just thought, how does no one know about this movie? So it's it's hard because I can't find old movies like that to show my parents because they're like, oh, if it's not like they won't watch anything that isn't new <laughs> unless they've already seen it and like it. Okay. So I was like, I'll be like, oh, Dad, we should watch this movie. I'll be like, oh, when did it come out? Oh, 2007. Doesn't mean it's not good. No. <laughs> I honestly just thought of one and I'm just going to look it up to see what its actual ratings were because I watched it when I was on a – uh, binge watch of all of Robin Williams' films when he right. just passed away. Um, and I was re-watching a bunch and watching a bunch that I'd never seen before because I was too young at the time. Is it Pat um, No, it is not that. It is One Hour Photo. Oh, that's great. It is, that's a Nolan, isn't it? It is scary as fuck. Is that is that Nolan or Fincher? Uh, no, uh, Romanek. Neither. <laughs> Shows your knowledge. Um, I'm just gonna leave. I. <laughs> but yeah, Robin Williams in One Hour Photo. I've never like heard of it. exactly. Like yeah, no I, one's I, heard I've of never it. Heard of it either. It's good because what it is is it's Robin Williams, and at the time, like when he's been so big in all these different like comedy, family movies, and all this stuff. It's like a darker it's a sort real, of. Thing. Like he is, he's playing a like stalker, like like real creepy dude, and it's, it makes you uncomfortable. 
And it does an excellent job of it. I thought of one. It's one that you and I went to a screening of last year. It's Cats. Oh, fuck off. Oh, no. It's... No. <laughs> no. We're just going to skim past it's, that one. We're oh, not going to talk about that one. It. Can't even do it. <laughs> Jake, please, please hit us with some underrated films that you know. Uh, okay, I have one. Cats. But I'm, this is going to be a hot take. Oh. So when I was like 15, I watched movie 43. <laughs> and I thought it was like the worst movie I'd ever seen in my life. And I hated it. And then I never revisited it until like six months ago. Me and a couple friends were super stoned and we wanted something to watch. And we went on Netflix and movie 43 was there. And I was like, you guys, that's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. And that got them curious. So we put it on. And then like half an hour in, we looked at each other and we were like, is this good? <laughs> <laughs> I watched that not long ago too. Oh my there god! There are some really funny moments in that. They have some funny segments. Yeah. Like the, um, there are some that are really bad. Yeah. Like, um, like I think the Batman one is pretty bad. Yeah. There's yeah. so many like actors the, in this uh, film. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the point. first one. Yeah. Is like is uh, Hugh Jackman. There we go. With, yeah, yeah, you see it. <laughs> it's you so see good. It. Yeah, I just, just Google, <laughs> Google image searched it, and that's I think the first thing that came up. I remember it's liking so the Johnny Knoxville segment, and with I don't. The Leprechaun. Yeah, I think I remember liking that one, but I don't. Right. Remember much I'm trying of to remember. It. I know there was one with Chris Pratt. The Chris Pratt one, I remembered as being the worst part of the worst movie I had ever seen, and then <laughs> when it got to that point, we were like crying, laughing. Which segment was that? <laughs> it's one where she wants to, uh, he she wants him to shit on her. Oh yeah. <laughs> This film I've never context. seen this, and this is my first like Actually, hearing of this thing. And I I'm like the segment with to shit on Jeremy Allen White, Naomi Watts, and Liv Schreiber. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But Liv Schreiber, yeah. The one oh, where he's got the, the homeschool. Yeah, the homeschool. He's got oh cockatiels. We get it. We're in Australia. You don't have to prove it. <laughs> um, Are those birds? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was straight what? up like a, a massive flock of cockatiels. <laughs> You can't tell me that wasn't a human voice. <laughs> <laughs> they scream. They full on scream. I think Jacob's never coming to Australia after hearing that now. <laughs> they're, they're harmless though. They're harmless. Yeah, people keep them as pets. Yeah, yeah. that I don't get. That's weird. Yeah, imagine this giant up to that white bird with a yellow fucking going. mohawk. I have an Australia question. Yes. How so often can... are you just stumbling across like a monster animal? Uh, like a big ass bug? It, oh, oh spiders, yeah. Big ass bug. The second it hits like summer for us, it's like it's the most horrid thought of where the fuck is all this shit in winter? Because <laughs> the second it gets any heat whatsoever, you've got like ants everywhere. And oh, then God. all of a sudden, just from out of nowhere, it's just spiders. My mom has got- to pay a man every Whoa. year to come and like spray the entire outside, like the barrier of our house, the perimeter and our shed to stop like as to stop any sort of spider from coming in because otherwise they will get in every crevice. Do you guys get all the ants in the pantry? Ants in the pantry, yep. So from my experience, it's not like I find huge spiders every time I turn the corner. They'll, you you go into like the shed and lift up a bucket and there'll be a big one hiding in a dark bucket or something. Yeah, and you absolutely (laughs) shit yourself because it's it's the size of a fist. It's mostly... Ants. Well, like That's on the washing, clothes that are drying outside. Or oh, I leave my car out overnight because it's a double garage and my, my sister and my mum. Yeah. Spider and like webs, even yeah. sometimes have you ever been driving and then like you've just seen a spider crawl into the window? Yeah. <gasps> oh, I no. fucking I But hate, like hate it. it's, I mean, I live just like just now, out now of you the city. I live yeah, like just out five of. minutes out of like the city area. So like 
I just get like kangaroos hopping down the road in front of my yeah, window. We get we get kangaroos here. Yeah, mm. and, like because yeah. you got the reservoir across the yeah. road. Like you'll get, but like obviously sitting at my computer, I'll look up and there's just a kangaroo jumping down the hill. It's oh it sounds God. like a it sounds like a stereotype and a joke, but like no, it's true. It's true. Uh, like, if I saw a kangaroo the day, in real life, I never would seen one. poop myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're not that bad. We you didn't, we rarely see any of the jacked ones. Yeah. No. <laughs> The jacked ones are out in like the middle of yeah, like they're, they're red kangaroos. We have sort of the smaller out, ones they're out, around. They're here. out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, like they'd those hurt things, if they kicked you, but like they could like kill you. Yeah. If God you ever come I feel to like Adelaide, kangaroos are one of the weirdest animals. Yeah, because it seems break like it down. Yeah, they. Are but like we have like, like at our zoos, you can literally like they have open areas where you can literally just go up and feed them. Yeah, I was gonna say the if you little, ever come to Adelaide, we'll take you to Gorge Wildlife Park, and you know you can go up and you can feed them. Yeah, hold a koala too. Yeah. Mm. Well, I uh, feel like kangaroos have like the energy of a human being <laughs> that has been turned into something else. Yep. And they're yeah. frustrated that they've that, that they can't speak and yeah. express emotion. So they kick you. They look like they <laughs> used to be people. Honestly, yeah, it's like some like horrid curse where it's like we're going to hey, we heard you like jumping. How about you do it everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only mode of transportation. No, no, I'm, I'm actually curious now, Jacob. Have you ever seen a movie called Kangaroo Jack? No, but I'm I'm familiar enough. With right, it. At least it, like it's made it. Like I said, helps with her. Like I mean, I, said, I haven't I seen this movie. I don't throw around masterpiece too often. <laughs> a kangaroo Jack. <laughs> I feel like what I know of the Australian film scene is Mad Max, Kangaroo Jack, and This Is a Knife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, haven't even seen it. Like, known- Crocodile Dundee. I've yeah. never seen Crocodile what? Dundee either. Uh, Dan watched it recently. It's very problematic now. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. We're also known for a lot of horror movies like Wolf Creek and Snowtown, specifically Adelaide. Oh, we had uh, Babadook as well. Really? Yeah. We uh, just finished filming all the murders happened in Adelaide. Yeah. It was yeah, South Australia. We did. Okay. We did just have the new Mortal Kombat filmed right down our like main street and in a bunch of warehouses we've got here and everything. So we're looking forward to seeing that. Daniel Radcliffe like, was here a while back too. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, it, was, um, it was like it was meant to be like Pretoria. Yeah, how you yeah. say it? That it was we a movie about being escape there. from something. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we had a we had a Potter sighting, which is always fun. Mm. Um, but I mean, I mean, going with what we've seen from America. I mean, I've been, but I the closest thing I can reference is that the only thing I've seen of American high schools is from movies, and I'm like, that's probably not accurate. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I would be curious to know, Jacob, uh, is is how every American high school depicted in film and TV anywhere near accurate? Uh, I have no clue. I've never been to school in my life. <laughs> and, and you see, I knew that, and then I asked it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot. You, you were I was homeschooled, yeah, so I when forgot. I see a high school movie, I'm like, man, why are there so many kids in that building? <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing, why are their, their moms parents? teaching them algebra? <laughs> to reference movie 43 again then oh another mm. joke because of that homeschooling segment yeah yeah, yeah I, I get right. the best jokes are the ones you have to explain yeah be, for sure. the people who haven't seen the reference and then yep. you've got to break it down bit by bit so that way they relive it and they get all okay. the joke okay right um, um also an echidna was on my driveway like not long ago uh, i've had to stop quite a few times driving down the hill for them yeah i've never koalas seen koalas i've had to I, i've seen koalas walking along the side of the road a few times I've never seen. I haven't seen a wombat yet. I haven't seen a wombat around. Wombat, wombats are great. Oh, are do you want turtles? some wombat facts? Yeah, but they're, they're <laughs> like they hide. 
You're going to hit us with some wombat facts? Are you ready for this? Wombats are crazy. Jacob, do you know what a wombat is? Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Wombats. Like a weird-ass animal. Have, so <laughs> wombat, their structure, they have like bone structure in their like butts. Yeah, yeah. And what they do is, is they like, burrow down when predators are chasing them and the predator will come into their burrow and they will crush the predator's head against the top of their burrow with their bony butt yeah. and like smash it to bits so it's that like they solid kill the predator. Bone. They like, are metal. That hump at their back on the back is literally just like solid bone. They also uh, poop squares. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> what fact. is Australia? I know. It, <laughs> sounds, <laughs> right? it sounds so made up. Like that's some like, oh, that's say some bullshit. We to, sound like, like someone created an idea when they were just on all the drugs. <laughs> what was if we have an animal that hops everywhere? Yeah. How about we we take we hey you know those alligators we, get, we put in America? What if we jack them up like mad? How about we get a how about we get a thing that looks like a bear? Give it a lot of chlamydia and we make it and, smaller <laughs> and just stick it in a tree and and all the spot and you know yeah all the spiders all the spiders all of them. How about we deadly snakes have some deadly snakes? Yeah. You yeah. know what? We've got 10 deadly snakes. There's 10 deadly snakes in the world. And we have We're going to give them six of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sharks? Oh, big ones. <laughs> and just swimming in the public beaches. That's God really did a number of us. <laughs> have I told you guys my theory about Australia? What is it? Oh, God. I think that Australia is to Europe as Texas is to the rest of the US. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is... Honestly, I... I think that is the most accurate we can get. Um, weirdly, but like, and this is another, like not to get political or anything, but like you'd think that and then it's like, oh, Australia like managed their like gun laws and stuff like yonks ago. It's like, yeah. what? That's strange. It does seem strange, doesn't it? Yeah, you, it you'd expect like, oh man, Australia, they must be gun crazy. And it's like, nah. No, I, I fired a gun. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, it's like it, you can imagine it with the stereotype. We seem like we should have guns. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like when we're all like, oh, fucking kangaroo came down and like jacked off my fucking car and now i got to fucking take it, shoot it out and it's going after my cattle and shit. Like, I don't, know what, I don't know what situation you're putting yourself in there, buddy. <laughs> Mate. Okay, now as an Australian, I understood about 25% of that. So now thinking about Jacob. Yeah, exactly. 5% maybe of what yeah. you just said? God damn. I, I know I can that, and that's about it. Yeah. I, I think a, the Australian accent is just a British accent if you put the same sauce that a Texas accent puts on the American one. Honestly. It's the same drawl. Yeah, you, you put that Solar. southern Solar. drawl and you bring Solar. that down. There's been a murder. <laughs> the the <Yeah>. one reference. <laughs> But yeah, it's like you just put. I think maybe it's got something to do with like people moving slightly south. Like maybe that's just it. Well, we're not. Yeah, when the, you go down, it just gets drawlier. Yeah. Well, actually, we're I the we're, we're the posh lazy. part. We're technically we're the posh. Adelaide's part the posh part of Australia. Yeah. So if we're the posh part, then <laughs> I don't want to see anywhere else. Yeah. Bless. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. don't want to see Melbourne right now. Yeah. Fuck Melbourne. <laughs> I, I gotta say, one one of one of my like little oh, like Lord. hidden secrets of Australia is like when like you do go out to like Murray River or anything, and like you do go out into like countryside like rural Australia, like it's it's so great because people are just so nice. 
It, people don't care at all. You know what's crazy? Think about the way we talk, and this is just an epiphany. Okay. Um, we emphasize a lot on our R's. R. Like, hello. Even we put R's into words that don't have R's. Yeah. But when it comes to Melbourne, we, we just get that R and we just go, nah, <laughs> yeah. you're out of here. We yeah. also do skip over a lot of like vowels and con- mm-hmm. we kind of just skip over as much as we can. Like, yeah, we're pretty lazy when <laughs> it comes to speaking. Like, yeah. Every time an American says Melbourne, and Melbourne. we're just like, that's wrong. Brisbane. And then they're just like, uh, yeah, Brisbane. And you just, <laughs> we're just like, no, it's not, it's Melbourne. And But you can't blame anyone. There's, there's a hard R there. there is an R in that name. No one says it. It's very confusing. <laughs> yeah. There's more crossover in the way Australian English sounds with Mandarin than you might think. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's right. Because you've been learning quite a bit of that now, haven't you? I've seen a bunch of your um, Instagram stories and stuff. Some mm-hmm. choice moments think, where you're finding some think, very strange. Speaking of one of them, my favorite one is I think you had an assessment where you had to like describe what was in the photo, like and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't a dog yeah. walking. Well, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was a giant dog, I think, walking <laughs> someone. It was a guy in. Okay, so for context, there's like three of them I had to do. And the first one was a blue sky. Uh, so the translation was like, this sky is blue or something. Yeah. And then there's a phone. So I wrote, this phone is black. And then I, you flip the page and it's a guy in a dog costume <laughs> with a dog that looks like his costume on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you got like that one question in a test and you're like, <laughs> it's the clear outlier. Yeah. Like they, they thought of all these other ones that are fairly normal and then they went, this is for the A-plus students. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like your critical reading thing. You're reading through just some normal like historical document or whatever it is and it's just some wild-ass question in there. So what's the translation? Like a furry walking his. Like- <laughs> oh, we don't want to put labels on anything, Steph. <laughs> I know any translation I could think of required vocabulary, I don't know. Yeah. I put a video of that on Reddit, uh, which was a big mistake. And I got all these comments that were like, the translation's supposed to be dinner or something like that. Oh God. Oh, it's like, no. like, oh. like really horrid racist oh. trolls yeah. coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. When you don't put that when you don't put that serious when you don't put that serious tag on Reddit, you're gonna get trolled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a serious tag on Reddit. Oh yeah. For something like on Ask Reddit or something, if you don't put serious if you ask a question and you don't put serious next to it, you're going to get some fucked up answers. But it's crazy because I don't think a lot of Americans know because when you think of an American high school, um, it's just all in the one building. Where here, ours is a, a bunch of separate buildings that we have to walk to. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. We, I did a lot of walking in my high school. We did. That's we, weird. You know, we got those miles up. Yeah. I got my steps in. Fitbit's like, hey, man, fucking good learn. It's more of a campus really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but why, why wouldn't they just put it? In one building, <laughs> yeah, it's because like, that would be logical. No, I, I, I want to have the ability to be distracted in my class by looking across the courtyard into the window of another class, see my friend, and give them the finger. Like I want to, I want to have that ability. <laughs> and when we, we just get sent outside in the cold in winter if we do something wrong, yeah, yeah. yeah. But God damn, yeah, it, it's weird. I like to think of it like because you watch American like movies and TV shows, and you're like. Oh, be nice all in one building mm. wouldn't that be nice i used to want to go to an american high school so badly i used to ask my mom like if i saved up every penny could i please go on an exchange in year 12 
and it never happened. But I mean, at the same time, like yeah. I, it, it feels very clicky compared to Australian schools. But like I said, you, you wouldn't know because you've been homeschooled, and I would know because I don't live there. Did you have a good click at your homeschool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like. Me and my sister were like cool, and my mom was not cool, so she couldn't eat with us. <laughs> she had to sit at a different table. Yeah, we would walk by my mom, and like slap her books out of her hand. <laughs> Pick that up, dweeb! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's my new favorite visual. I love that. Pet rallies must have been the best. <laughs> <laughs> the football team was absolutely lit. Yeah, yeah. Won every game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh shit! Shit! God damn! It. I love it. Speaking um, of tangents, <laughs> uh, Alex, uh, do you want to hit us with another random question here from sure. your little bunch that you've got? I quite like this fourth. Someone's question. now drilling, or yeah, why not? Let's just pull out all the power tools. I like, like the fourth question. Oh, nice do you like short. the fourth? One? I do like the fourth right. question. Um, okay, so like a lot of sitcoms have laugh tracks now, and then a lot don't. Like, does does the laugh track bother you? Is it something that you think should be in a show? I feel like it's so like it's so old school sitcom that like when I see it in like a new thing, it just makes me think like, oh man, they they aren't confident in this. They're trying to rely on like old school stuff. But, but then I watch old school stuff with with like laugh tracks, and some of them are fucking. Hilarious. I feel like in moments it it can be like a pretty good mm-hmm. thing. Like I've, I've obviously I like, they I like overuse the, them. I like the three minutes in a Big Bang Theory episode where there isn't laugh track. Yeah, see, yeah. I was going to say Big Bang Theory is the one where they just overuse it. They yeah. overuse well, it. Even now I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm trying to think of all these sitcoms. I'm like, does it have a laugh track or doesn't it? Because sometimes they just like, I know for sure How I Met Your Mother, I know Friends, those two have laugh tracks, but The Office doesn't. Yeah. Community does? Community does not. Because they make fun of community, They make fun of it in season track. four by yeah. putting a laugh track in it. Jacob, what do you reckon? Does it bother you or does it not bother you? I think that society has evolved past the point where we need laugh tracks. Right. I, I don't need to have a like reference of when to laugh. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. I love the um the I think there's a YouTube channel that breaks down the funniest the best rated episode episode of The Office and the best rated episode of Friends and they they kind of break it down to how many jokes were in each episode and they compare them because right. one's got a laugh track laugh track the other one doesn't. Also, one of the best things is just to watch a show where they've edited out the laugh track and they just stand there. <laughs> My God, I love those videos. There's the one clip of Ross from Friends where he just he comes across as an absolute yeah. psychopath. Okay, serial killer. Ross is my favorite Friends character, <laughs> which <laughs> confuses the hell out of me. Still, he's the best character. Nah, he's such a pain in the ass. Um, I also think it comes down to the type of humor that the show is trying to put forward. Like, you wouldn't have a laugh track in The Office because the humor is very dry. I like it's it's mm. you need those deadpan like the if, stares. If someone stares down the lens of the camera and then all of a sudden you hear, ha, 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 yeah, it would be very strange. Same with like uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia and Arrested Development. Those mm. shows are they they're very dry. Imagine always sunny had a laugh track. Yeah, see, it would not work. No. It wouldn't work. Sorry, I'm also just looking through a list of like sitcoms without laugh tracks, and I've just been reminded of the existence of the show Wilfred. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, originally Australian <laughs> show where the dude just sees his dog as a, a dude in a costume. Wasn't there a British one with Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, no, they did an American one oh. with um, Elijah Wood. Ah, well, I get those two mixed up. They're pretty much the same person. Aren't they? Elijah <laughs> Wood is America's Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that does check out. That is very. He fair. also does not age. <laughs> yeah, he, he is one of those people who just time. Eli not. swears that. 
uh, Elijah Wood like tried. Okay, no, you need the context. <laughs> we're backing up. Uh, Eli and I were at South by Southwest the year that Hereditary was debuting there, and we watched it. And Elijah Wood introduced the movie. And then he kind of hung around like at the side of the theater while the movie was playing. And at one point he left also during the movie at one point, uh, Eli was like freaking out to a near panic attack level. Cause he does not like scary stuff. And he was like, he had his head in his lap and he was like shivering. And then somebody walked by and grabbed his ankle and was like, ah, and he thinks it was Elijah. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> God. I would love that like if Elijah Wood just spent his time at festivals going around and fucking with people. Oh my god. That would I cannot think of a more nightmarish funny scenario. What do you believe him? It's more fun to believe him. <laughs> I think we will have an I would Elijah love Wood to know that life. it was him. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to think that Elijah Wood does just spend some of his time just using the ability that he is a quite small man to sneak into places and scare people. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that too. So what, you, don't like, you don't like the thought of Elijah Wood using the fact that he's slightly smaller to like hide in certain spots? I imagine now I can picture him as just like crawling through vents. I just imagine him as like kind of like you he's going to become like down with like a big grin on his face. He's going to become like one of those folk tales where it's just like <laughs> you hear a noise in your room, it could be Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like if you, eat your, if you eat your carrots and you eat your peas, Elijah, Elijah won't get you. <laughs> oh my God. Can we please just make a horror movie called Elijah? <laughs> and get Daniel, Elijah Wood. Uh, no, starring Daniel Radcliffe. Starring Daniel Radcliffe as the main character. As and Elijah. Then the and then is Elijah Wood. Oh. What if we reverse it? What if yeah, yeah, no, Elijah Wood's the main character and so Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe plays Elijah. Elijah? Is it like part of his psyche? Yeah. Or, it'd be, it'd make, hey, Hollywood. Hit us up. All right. We'll work on the screenplay for that. It's fine. (laughs) It'd be so dumb. (laughs) That's that's the appeal. That's the whole thing. That's the entire point of it. Wow. Do do you want to lead us out? Yeah, I can lead us out. Everybody, this has been episode 67. He says in quotations because it's a weird thing. This is like a we're recording on the same week. We did 66 and it's, it's it's a Friday. We're hanging out. It's the morning for us and the late afternoon, evening for the others, and it's fine. So once again, thank you very much, Jacob, for coming on. It, you know, if you're watching the video, uh, you'll see all of his links on the screen. But if not, Jacob, where can the people find you? Um, YouTube.com slash Jacob Shaw. And yeah, I'll, I'll go all in on that one link. <laughs> nice. All and the eggs nice. in one basket. I like no, it. But to be fair, <laughs> go check out his stuff it is pretty funny yeah go check out everything jacob does it's you know he doesn't half-ass anything oh you guys are sweet and thank you so much for having me on i always love coming on this podcast you're a fun bunch we love chatting with you you are one of the the best boys and we say it. oh thank you and we say it after every time we have uh jacob or eli i'm gonna get gabe gabe we're coming for you (laughs) you you guys have been saying that to me for like over a year. <laughs> it's like, and now is like the exact time when it's like, I'm I mean, scared. He's, probably, he's probably free. Like, I'm scared to get Gabe on because I read Gabe's um, letterbox reviews. I'm like, these are so insightful. And his reviews, so, he's excellent, honestly. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> if you have him on, you have to ask him about the reviews. He's very insightful with the reviews. As as, I'm just yeah, like, I feel I, like that'll be quite like a, a fairly serious topic because like he, he does, he's 
excellent with that. He is so eloquent with how he puts things as well. It's just, oh. Yeah, so, I, you know, I'll be, I'm going to be scared. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be intimidated 100%. <laughs> Um, so yeah. We were shitting ourselves when we first got Jacob on, and then we were like, oh, he's just a great, cool boy. It's and fine. then we had to record it again. Oh, boy. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Oh, man. The first time I ever went on, I lost the audio. It was out of the same recorder. And oh, I, I like turned it off before hitting the stop button or something, and it all died. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was living with Eli at the time, and I went to his room, and I was like, um, Hey man, <laughs> do you know how this thing works? <laughs> and he confirmed that it was all done. I had to like crawl back to your DMs and tell you it was all yeah. for shit. Hey, so and, yeah. you know how I was about to send that file through? Uh, Oop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it gave us a better, uh, another excuse to talk to you. So Honestly, yeah. It, was, honestly, it, was, it actually ended up just being a great time. So, hmm. yeah. So, um, like I said, big thank you again to Jay for coming on. Um, also, a big thank you to Chris. Chris! For right doing the all the work today. he's doing. Thank you, Chris. Hell yeah. yeah. It looks like he's Chris, having a great time. Love you, Chris. Love you, Chris. We'll check <laughs> your coffee or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Um, but yeah, once again, thank you to everyone. Um, thank you. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or anything like that, chuck us a follow. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, chuck us a subscribe and a like. Let us know your answers to some of the really dumb questions we asked this episode. And... Uh, Please go and share some love with Jakey in all of his, I was going to say DMs. Endeavors, endeavors. Everything Jakey does. <laughs> I, would, I would say, if you, if you don't normally watch the videos on YouTube, this is definitely one to go watch. You get to oh, see yeah. Jacob. Yeah, exactly. It's a great time. <laughs> so that appeal, you get to see him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like always, I'm Alex. I'm Michael. I'm Steph. I'm Braden. And you're Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Jakey. We never warn people about that. We don't. It's the best. I love it. That is true. Bye, Jacob. And we're out of here. <laughs>